Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn Johnson, I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Watch us on ESPN2. And don't forget to listen to us on your smart speaker. You can see Keyshawn dance if you want to. Just say play ESPN Radio. So a lot of people saying the Knicks fumbled the bag. How dare they fumble the chance to get Donovan Mitchell? You should have parted with Quentin Grimes and R.J. Barrett. Boo, boo, boo. Well, plenty of people wanted to weigh in, including someone who's the usual one of the hosts of this show. He is Jay Williams. He was listening to us talk about that. He is there to talk about the move the Knicks didn't make that the Cleveland Cavaliers made. By the way, hit him on Twitter at RealJWilliams. Big J, what do you got to say about the Knicks not getting Donovan Mitchell? So a couple of days ago, I was in the studio, and I was passing Woj, and I was like, Woj, you know, help me out here. Because I feel like there was a deal on the table and the Knicks didn't take it. And he, and he kind of, you know, Woj and his very kind of discreet manner gave me like the head and I like, mm. and I just, to me, guys, look, I, I wasn't a big believer that they should have given up the house for Donovan Mitchell, right? Like, um, but if you're telling me if one of these sticky areas that Leon Rose did not go over the hump was around Emmanuel quickly and I wasn't OB topping and they were kind of at that three unprotected first round picks. Like, I would have done that for Donovan Mitchell. But at the end of the day, I give Kobe Altman. This is where I give, I give him a lot of credit. We talk a lot about having African-American GMs in the league and the lack thereof in the NFL. And here's a dude that literally throughout his time has now turned Cleveland, Cleveland, the Cavs, into pretty much like an Eastern Conference contender to a degree. I'm not saying they're in the upper echelon, but they're right there. I'm with the likes now of Darius Garland with the Rookie of the Year runner-up and Evan Mobley with, uh, you know, the pieces that they have overall now with Donovan Mitchell. I really like the makeup of what this team has. And I'm sitting there looking at the Knicks saying, unfortunately, you're going to – that's why I said, Key, it comes down to can New Yorkers remain patient enough with them building (laughs) slowly, not rushing it just for one-star player and giving up the house. I don't think New York Knicks fans can. Yeah, I don't think Donovan Mitchell, though, Jay, for Cleveland or for the Knicks, are putting him in a position this year, maybe next year, to really make some noise. Maybe in the third year of Donovan Mitchell being in Cleveland or the third year if he was in New York because he's a great player in everything. There's no question that Mobley and, and, and Garland and all them are there doing what they're supposed to do, and it's a young squad. But this doesn't take Cleveland and puts them – they're still five, six, seven, eight, or maybe six, seven, eight. It doesn't all of a sudden push them into four, three, two, one in the Eastern Conference. They're not better than Boston. They're not better than Miami. They're not better than the Nets, Milwaukee. I don't believe that they're better than the healthy Philadelphia team. So in Agreed. the future, maybe they can get – I don't know. Maybe they'll, Maybe Mobley grows into even a bigger star than he was his rookie year and now they got something, but they at least started the foundation by getting Donovan Mitchell, and I'm sure that's what a lot of New York Knicks fans would have hoped, but when you got a small backcourt, you know how that is, Jay. You can't have two itty-bitties back there, man. <laughs> I, I agree, but, Key, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing, Key. I'm not talking about the Celtics. I'm not talking about Philly. I'm not talking about the top teams in the Eastern Conference, the Nets and Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about New York, damn it. Who has a better team? New York 
or the Cavs. I'm taking the Cavs. I'm taking the Cavs. That's no it's not even the Cavs. And, and so, like, as a, as a as a as a tri-state person myself, Key, and if you're looking at it, if you're saying like, damn, okay, like the Cavs are relevant without LeBron James before the Knicks are relevant. That's what we're doing. That's what New York is doing. Like the Knicks were just in the playoffs two years ago, and they didn't make the playoffs. And I'm looking at the Cavs team saying, damn, they got Jared Allen, who, I, I mean, I was beside my mind that he left the Nets, that that deal happened with the Nets giving him up, but I get it. So now you have Jared Allen, you have Evan Mobley, you have Darius Garland, who was an all-star, you have Donovan Mitchell, who was an all-star, you had a backcourt that's an all-star backcourt, and I know that the Knicks just gave R.J. Barrett the bag, and that is my dude, he's deserving of it. But I'm looking at it saying, like, what, what could have been if I had had Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and R.J. Barrett? Like, that, that's, that's, I'm on, we're in a tra- different trajectory than Cleveland is. And so this is Cleveland versus New York right now, and Cleveland is dominating the Knicks. Jay Williams, usually the host of Keyshawn, Jalen Max, joining Keyshawn Johnson, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio. Here's usually. Else. Yeah, well, usually. Because, well, usually the host. Yeah, are you here today? Well, you taking my name off the show, I didn't take, I didn't take your right. name off the show. Did I say Jay Williams from Keyshawn, Jalen Max? Did I do that? All right. All right, look, you don't have to point your finger at me and talk to me like you're my mama now. What are you talking on, about? Buddy. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't, don't, don't get in your feelings now. <laughs> don't get in those feelings now. You know better than that. Come on now. But, oh, I miss, but, but I, know, oh, I miss you, Slick Freddy. I, I, know, I miss you. You know the feeling is mutual. But you mentioned about people getting in their feelings in terms of when it comes to Knicks fans. And sometimes the best moves you make are the moves you don't make. I go to Keyshawn's point in terms of you can't have even a small ball NBA. You can't have two itty-bitties back there when you got Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. But Key brought up something last hour that if they had not made this move for Jalen Brunson, they don't sign him in the offseason, and then they don't get Donovan Mitchell, then the Knicks are not on the right track. And Key wondered if the Knicks maybe have a little biased remorse about signing Jalen Brunson and missing out a chance on Donovan Mitchell. What do you think, Jay? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see that, but I mean – it's like being a Monday morning quarterback, right? It, that, that's a really tough call because I, I do love mentality-wise what Jalen Brunson brings to the table um, foundationally for this team, right? As far as like the core competencies of, competencies of who the Knicks are, I like that. Him as a leader, I think him and Donovan would have been a perfect fit. The only problem I have is now we get a chance to do things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Buyer's remorse. You hear narratives floating around the Knicks like that. And, and here's the thing, I, Freddie, sometimes – I agree with you. Sometimes not making a move is the best move. But it comes down to how much patience do people how much patience do people have with this organization, right? With this regime, with Leon Rose. Okay. The fact that they signed Julius Randle to a big deal, it didn't work out. It was it was not a good look. Glad he got his money, but he wasn't the leader the Knicks thought he was going to be. Like even though they got Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes and some good pieces. Like, you get those pieces to attain a star. And at the end of the day, that's what New York is struggling for. What is the next star they can set their sights on? Because everybody keeps saying it, guys. You know, who's going to be that dude that I, takes this team to – maybe it's R.J. Barrett. I don't, I don't know if he's the long-term answer, Luke. Well, Jay, I don't know. Jay, to that point, that dude is not going to be out there that wants to sign the New York Knicks because Giannis is not leaving Milwaukee to go to New York. Uh, no one else out there that's a star right now is thinking about that. The closest guy might have been Zion Williamson from the Pelicans, but he stayed there and got that extension. There's not that guy out there going to the end of his contract that's thinking the New York Knicks going to be a preferred destination, at least right now. That could change in a couple of years, but right now I don't think so. I don't know. Jay got Jay 
Jay got a list though. He got a list, a long, long laundry list of of potential suitors that the Knicks could go after. Of whether it's right, Jay, you got this list that got about like twenty different names on it. Every time you look up, you know LeBron he- James, uh, he can be a Nick. Uh, Giannis can be a Nick. Zion can sarcasm. be a Nick. Luca can be a Nick. You just been sarcastic. <laughs> what up, Jay? That's what we do in New York, man. Jay, every put- week. He got the whole damn NBA. Devin Booker, he just signed an extension. Ah, he could be a Nick next year. See, Freddie, see, Freddie, don't, don't let that hype fool you. Oh, I know. He'd be doing the same thing with the Lakers. Oh, yeah. Every day. Oh, I know. Kai, I got a team he can come and play with. I think, I I think, got a Kevin, team can... I think Kevin Durant's going to the, the Knicks. Well, not if Kyrie whoa, whoa, doesn't go. Whoa, whoa. Well, he's, I, think, I think Kyrie's thinking about it. See? Look, at I saw his Instagram last night. <laughs> just don't care, do you, kid? Keep, Hey, Freddie, I'm going I'm to I'm tell your name, though, in two years, though, when, okay. when he has an out. Oh, Bronny James. Oh, the no, Knicks. Oh, Bronny James. Oh. No, don't even get Bray. They got to go for Bryce James, Key. Don't go for uh, Bryce. Bryce. Go for Bryce. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce is going to be better. Bryce, yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Bryce going to be better. He's going to be you better. You put that on your so list, Freddie, too, huh? Bryce James. Got it. I, I'm, I'm going to double down on the name on the list, Key, because this is what I do. Two years, yeah. he has an out. Giannis. What? And the only reason I say that is because Giannis is a type of dude that doesn't need anybody to be there to want to come there. Okay. Like, you know, people are like, oh, well, what's the team look like? And he's that type of cat getting the championship in Milwaukee. He may get another one before his time is done. Who knows? Or maybe stays his career in Milwaukee. But New York City is a place that, understanding his international roots for the game of basketball, right. the blue-collar immigrant style, like – he does not need New York to be like, oh, I got all these pieces. He's like, yo, I want to play there. I want to, I want to win there. I can win there. And like, that's a different that, – that's something that's intriguing, but that's still two years away. That's two years away, right? And that's the problem, yeah, right? Yeah, two and years. I don't know if Leon Rose and them are going to be around two years from now. They might not be around next year. Thanks Things lot, don't go Jay. well after that. Always appreciate you, brother. Have a great weekend, I'll Jay. Always appreciate you, Jay. Enjoy polo today. <laughs> All right, Keith, don't worry. I'll start building out the list for your Lakers, man. Don't worry. We'll get everybody on your team. Uh, I'm going to find out which list is longer, the Lakers list with Keyshawn or the Knicks list with Jay Wolf. You know, oh, that'll Jay, be a discussion for another time. Freddie, don't move. <laughs> the only dude living up in Montecito and Santa Barbara going to polo matches trying to talk trash to me. I know. I know. <laughs> Divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. Later, Jay. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, man. Oh, man. The real Jay Williams is his Twitter handle for part of Keyshawn, Jay Wolf, and Max. Yeah, go yeah. to his Twitter handle. You're going to see him riding the horse playing polo. You don't have enough money in your pocket for us to see that on Twitter. Not me, yeah, him. Yeah, I, I don't have enough money in my pocket to see that. I, 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 Jay Will and a horse playing polo. Yeah, he, polo, tennis, golf, yeah. checkers, chess. He do all that. Skydive. He do all that. It's Jay Will. He just put all his business out in the street, whether that's true or not. <laughs> I'm not lying. I can't, deep fish. I can't, I can't. Uh, deep, what is it? Deep sea diving, fishing. He does all that. Good Lord. Hunting. Oh, my goodness. The Broncos didn't have to go deep. See fishing or diving for <laughs> Russell Wilson it, to right? give whatever you call it to give his guaranteed money, but how much of that fishing could affect another big fish in the National Football League? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. 
Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Catch us on the ESPN app. Also watch us on ESPN2 with Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman. Always cool to talk money. NFL with our man Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. By the way, he's going to be on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern time. And hit him on Twitter, J. Fowler, ESPN. The easy question, Jeremy, is this extension, $165 million in guaranteed money the Denver Broncos gave Russell Wilson. Easy question is, will they regret this extension? What is your answer? No, the Broncos went and looked at their last seven years of quarterbacks and said, we're good with this contract because they finally got a guy, they got a top 10 player at the position, and they can get out of this deal in about four years because it's not fully guaranteed. Now, Russell knows that, look, he's going to play this out. He's smart enough to know he's going to make a lot or all this money. Uh, he bets on himself in that way. But, you know, the, the Broncos aren't really worried about that. They're just happy to have a solution at the position. Mm-hmm. He's still got to prove himself there, uh, but he's a proven commodity, so that they're good. What does this say, though, about the way Seattle felt about Russell Wilson? Because clearly they knew that they were going to have to extend him at some point in time, right? They yeah. were going to have to give him that $165 million in guaranteed money. But they elected Jeremy to part ways, yeah. no matter what they were going through, but to remove their franchise quarterback who took him to two Super Bowls. They said, you know what, never mind. We, we don't think you're that good. We're going to move on from you. 
Yeah, they wanted nothing to do with the contract. Even though they still thought Russell was a great player, they just mm-hmm. weren't comfortable getting up to that $45, $50 million budget when they're still trying to build a team. They felt like they had to improve their roster, as you're seeing now. They're sort of regrouping for 2022, just trying to strengthen their overall offensive defense. They felt like paying Russell $45, $50 million a year would have been tough to allocate uh, the rest of the money to get that done and have a competitive team. Plus, you combine the fact that they were – Weren't on the greatest of terms. There have been drama there, building for a long time. And I, I just don't think they were as sold on Russell long-term as Denver is. Why? Because after all he's laid out for that franchise, and he's still in the prime of his career, yeah. why would they think, at least for one year, that Geno Smith and Drew Locke were better options and think about the NFL draft next year with quarterbacks <laughs> that are going to be there? Why, when it comes to Seattle? They don't, but at $50 million a year, like it, it just became complicated. That was... I think they still could have worked that part of it out, the money, uh, but you combine that with everything else, which is just they, they felt like th- there was a discord with philosophy. There was a discord on how Russell Wilson was used. He wanted more ownership of the offense. A lot of times he felt like he would pitch, you know, uh, players they could go sign and they never did, which is common. You know, a lot of times players in front offices don't see eye to eye on who to sign. Um, but there was just it was an accumulation of issues. The money was won. Jeremy, now that the Russell Wilson deal has come in at $165 million of guaranteed money, you obviously know the next question. Where is the Lamar Jackson situation coming in at? Is there gonna are they gonna get a deal done in the middle of the night right before kickoff? Or is Lamar Jackson gonna decide to stay home and take a trip to Cabo for a couple weeks? Where (laughs) did this thing stand? I'm still skeptical. The people I talk to around the league are skeptical. Um there's a feeling from some around the league, not all, but some, that the Ravens have tried, but they've only done enough to say they tried. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah. they know what they have to do to get it done. They're just not willing to do it. And uh, maybe they don't want to do it. You know, like, I, I think they do. But um, it's, it's one of those scenarios where this is a two-year standoff right now. Like, it's shaping up to be that unless in the next week they can sort of bridge the gap. Now, after the Kyler Murray deal about, what, three or four weeks ago, the Ravens did up their offer. They, they tried to up the ante here. It just wasn't enough, and now it's sort of at a, at a stagnation point. And you got the fifth-year option he set to play on. You got the franchise tag after that. That would be a combined 60-plus million over two years. And, Key, you know, how do you get a fully guaranteed contract? You get as close as you can to free agency, right? Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, you saw it. Deshaun Watson basically had a bidding war for his services. That was essentially free agency, even though it was a trade. That's how you get it. And so Lamar seems willing right now to wait to get that. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. Hit him on Twitter, Jay Fowler, ESPN, on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Key has raised the point that if he was in this position, Jeremy, there's no way he's going out there. He said he would not even work here without a new contract, much less going out in the NFL field and doing something like yeah. that. What is What are NFL people saying about this move by Lamar Jackson kind of changing things when it comes to negotiating and betting on yourself? Well, it's funny. He doesn't have an agent, but when you talk to veteran agents, they're saying he's a dream client. He's a dream client for his imaginary agent because he's willing <laughs> to wait this out. Like He's not just going to take up whatever deal they give him and, okay, we throw our hands up, this is the best we could do. I think he feels like, hey, we can do better than the best that you think we can do, so I'm going to wait and, and bet on myself to do that. Um, if he comes out and plays out, lights out, and I know there's the injury risk, but he ups his value even more, and then it's a point of no return with Baltimore, and then you know 
Lamar goes out and makes the best deal ever seen, ever made, you know, a billion dollars, whatever it is. Right. Maybe that's something he could do on the open market. But um, right now there's just there seems to be a difference in value. I, part of it's just the Ravens believe in, and most teams believe in this, the traditional contract structure where, okay, you get a big signing bonus, you get a big number on paper, but the guarantees are only, what, 60, 50%, 60%. Russell Wilson, I think, was at – 67 percent um even though quarterbacks are going to make all that anyways but because of lamar's style of play the injury has to be a factor um and some people around the league believe that's why baltimore hasn't got this done because of the injury uh you know looming large the potential for that because of his running style i think every single quarterback up there has been injured uh, Deshaun yeah. Watson's been out. Yeah. Kyler Murray's been injured. He got $190 million of fully guaranteed, $189.5 million of fully guaranteed money. If you just go down that rich list, Aaron Rodgers, everybody has missed time yeah. throughout their careers. So I don't understand when we say Lamar Jackson's injury history or this, that. Russell Wilson missed time last year. Aaron Rodgers has missed time with collarbones and everything. Yeah. I don't remember if Josh Allen missed time, but I do believe he did. Yeah. Kyler Murray's missed time. So, in Deshaun Watson, we all know what that situation was. In the end, he certainly deserves his money. And I understand, Jeremy, what agents are saying. Agents are saying he's a dream client. Sometimes you cannot listen to your agent because your yeah. agent is agenting for the next client. Yeah. He wants to show that I've got – million. See, I got more than Deshaun Watson. If I'm Lamar Jackson, and this is what I was telling Hot Sauce Freddie, if I'm Lamar Jackson, give me more than Kyler Murray, and I'm good. Because they've tried that, though. I can't. Well, what's more, though? I don't want .5. I may want 210. Right. You know, the 230 to Deshaun, that's an outlier. That's. A whole different situation because if you look at pre-Deshaun in the Deshaun situation in Cleveland, and let's say Kyler Murray was the last deal that was done at 189, you're not asking for 230. You're asking for one, or you're asking for 195. And Lamar would have taken the 195 instead of trying to get to the 230. I don't like the risk. I don't like the risk versus reward when you plan around with money like this, Jeremy. It's just, it's like, come on, you're not going to get to 290. They're not going to do it. That's why they're trying to re-correct the market now. Right. And even if it's like, even if Lamar does want a fully guaranteed contract or something close to it, I think if they offered him something around the Russell Wilson deal, he would take that. That would be hard to pass up. That's crazy money. Um, And it just seems like they're not there yet for whatever reason i think the ravens started really slow mm-hmm. um at a pretty low number they have since up the ante um i don't know it's you know lamar is a guy who's won an mvp <laughs> early in his career i think he thinks right. hey you know I can, I can continue to get it done on the field i can protect myself when you get to like respect and feeling you need to get what you're worth for some I'm players worth it's a huge 200 deal. yeah i can do the same things with 200 that you could do with 230. Well, right. The same exact damn <laughs> yeah. thing. Which is why there's still a week left, right? Like before week one, they yeah. could still yeah. – somebody could come to that side where they feel like, okay, <laughs> let, let's let's get this done because it's crazy money regardless. Jeremy, 
Keyshawn sounds like my dad, Freddie Coleman Jr. Okay. That's what he sounds like regarding <laughs> Lamar Jackson and what he's trying to do, not only changing the market, yeah. but making sure he gets what he believes Can't he take deserves. that chance, Jeremy. Yeah, Don't yeah, do a, it. Okay. Hey, Jeremy. Oh, it's a pleasure, brother. Have a great weekend as well. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL reporter. Like we mentioned, get more from him. He's going to be on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern time with Keyshawn Johnson and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Can Aaron Rodgers get the Packers to the Super Bowl without a number one? That's next. We're less than six days away from the opening of the NFL season when the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams have at it, which means we got football each and every weekend until February with Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman or Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Watch us on ESPN2. And tell your smart speaker, just say play ESPN Radio. So we get to a little take it or shake it. Can you hear me, Freddie? I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear yourself? I I knocked over my microphone when I was getting some paperwork out of the fax machine. So Yeah, we all noticed. Sure. Yes. You know what you sound like? You know when the comedian had, does a bit on stage and he like shakes a microphone and try to make something work for the punchline? That's what that sounded like with you in the microphone. Really? I'm sorry. No, didn't it's okay. Mean to, didn't mean to disturb you, sir. Uh, okay, now we're doing that. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> that sarcasm drooping. <laughs> That's not sarcasm. Oh, God. <laughs> You guys are always painting a picture about me. No, 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 no. That's not true. See, you people. Okay, let's go. We mean you people. Take it or shake it. Let's go take it or shake it. All right, here we go. Take it or shake it. Keyshawn, I'll start with you on this one. He already shook it with the microphone. Yeah, I know this, right? Jeez, also dropping a fax machine reference, too. I know they still made those. All right, here we go. What do you, what do you think I got the papers from? From the, from the printer. I didn't know people still faxing. They still oh, we had a printer, whatever. Printer, fax, whatever, yeah. man. We're going to have to. The, gonna the, have pigeon, the pigeon dropped off your papers exactly. in time, Key? When, when does MySpace revival happen? <laughs> you know what I mean? Fax machine, printer. On, it's all the same. He about to hop on Black Planet again. We're taking it all back. All right, Key, here we go. Russell Wilson. Speaking of Russell Wilson, we just discussed with Jeremy Fowler. Russell Wilson is the third best quarterback in the AFC West. Take it or shake it, Key? Shake it. Shake that. Shake that. Shake, 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 shake that. Yeah, when shake I look it. at it, I'm going Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Justin Herbert, Carr, Russell Wilson. Okay. I'm going to take it because he is the third-best quarterback. I think he's a little bit better than Derek Carr of the Raiders. Not that much better, but at the same time, that division, that's going to be great quarterback play each and every time the AFC West gets together. But I'm going to take it that he's the third-best quarterback behind Mahomes and Justin Herbert in that division. All right, Freddie. Donovan Mitchell makes the Cleveland Cavaliers a top-four team in the East. Shake it. Shake, 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 shake that. Shake, 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 shake it. Donald Mitchell is good, but he's not good, good to make this team a top four team in the Eastern Conference, at least this season. Maybe in another couple of years, he and Darius Garland, they can ball in that backcourt. There's no doubt about that. But would you take that backcourt right now in Cleveland over over Ice Trey and DeJounte Murray, the Atlanta Hawks? I'm not taking those guys over those two guys in Atlanta. So you know what? Top four in the – no, no, I'm shaking that one. No. Yeah, no, it's definitely a shake in terms of Donovan Mitchell. They did a good job by getting him out of Utah into Cleveland. But this, when you start talking about the four teams, let's just let's just go with the Nets as of right now because mm-hmm. everybody's still on the roster. You still got Boston. Yep. You still got Milwaukee, Miami, Philadelphia, Atlanta. I mean, Toronto. no, not at all. Toronto, no, not at all. 
All right, moving on as we're playing Take It or Shake It here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Keyshawn, this one is for you. Aaron Rodgers can get the Packers to a Super Bowl without a number one receiver. Take it or shake it. Without a number one receiver? Without a number one. Does he not have a number one? I don't know if he doesn't or not. But, yes, he can't take them to the Super Bowl with the con- con- roster the way it's constructed right now at the receiver position. T- take, the take them. Take them. Yes, take it. Take it. No take question. It. There we go. All it. day long. I think he can because he made those other receivers in the past. They had talent. Devontae Adams is talented as hell. But Devontae Adams wasn't Devontae Adams his first year either. He had to eventually develop into becoming Devontae Adams, and I think the younger guys that they have could potentially develop into Devontae Adams. I don't want to take it, but I'm going to because Keyshawn's point is valid. Aaron Rodgers made a lot of guys better at the wide receiver position because he is that great. He is that bad man, as Stephen A. Smith likes to call him. And, you know, he would love nothing better to show people that, hey, you guys are saying that I can't do this without Devontae Adams. I was doing this before Devontae Adams got here. I did it with Devontae Adams being here, and I'm going to do it without Devontae Adams being here now. So, yeah, I'm taking that one, that he can get to the Super Bowl without having a true number one man, wide I receiver. Man, I, I talked to somebody the other day about Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and they was just like, man, I was just asking him about the, the ball and letting it cook, you know, him throwing it. So they was just like, he's key, man. He is – he's really good. Yeah. That's all I – Yeah. I, that's all I need to hear. I yeah. already know. Yeah, there's still. Not I know a, by I know by the voice of someone when they tell me something. I'm uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. They're still not though. He can't make even at this point of his NFL career. There's no doubt about that. All right, here we go, Freddie. Matt Ryan is hands down the best quarterback in the AFC South. Take it or shake it. Hands down, the best quarterback in the AFC South. Hundred percent. I'm going to take that, yeah. Take it. Uh, yeah, take I, that. I, I take it. Yeah. Take it. I mean, Trevor Lawrence will make a step up this year in Jacksonville because he doesn't have Urban Meyer, and that's addition by subtraction as far as that goes. Davis Mills won't be bad, but, you know, he's Davis Mills. He's going to be decent with the Houston Texans. And Ryan Tannehill, I still can't trust the Tennessee Titans. Matt Ryan could be the dude that they needed at the end of the season that would have gotten the Colts in the playoffs. So, yeah, hell yeah, I'm taking that, that he's the best quarterback hands down in the AFC. Take Tell. it 100%. And I'm I'm just going like that. Not even going to elaborate on it. All right, Keith, here's one for you. LeBron James will finish his career as a member of your Los Angeles Lakers. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake, shake that. Shake that. Shake yeah, that. I, I don't know that he'll finish. I don't know that he'll finish. I, I don't know that he'll finish as a member. Mm-hmm. The only way I see him finishing as a Laker is if he wins another championship, because if he doesn't win another championship and his his deal expires, or the last year on his deal, whatever the case is, somebody's willing to take that on in a trade. And the reason I say this is because if he doesn't win another championship in L.A., I don't know that Jeannie Buss and the family and, and Rob Polinka, if he's still there, Kurt Rambis is still there, will burn a high draft pick on his son to keep LeBron happy, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, that, that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it. Some other team may want to burn a high draft pick on Bronny James so that they could get a LeBron James to come with them. That's that's the only way. 
That's the only way that I see it. Okay. He's got to win another championship to finish his career as a Laker. Otherwise, he's going to be on the move so that his son can play with him. The quote, the great Alan Yates, one of our dudes behind the shade, scenes, I'm shaking that joint because there's no Shake way. That joint, I'm shaking that joint, Alan Yates, because LeBron wants to play with his kids, period. He's already told us that he is not going to finish his career as a Laker because he wants to play with Bronny and Bryce. So as the great Alan Yates and Questlove and all North Philly getting down would say, I'm shaking that joint that he is not finishing his career as a member. If he of if Los he wins, but see if he wins another title, yeah, the Lakers. If he wins another title, mm-hmm. knowing Genie and the Bus family, they would draft one of his sons okay. and keep LeBron. If he wins another title, yeah. he doesn't win another title. Right. By the time his contract comes to the end, yeah. they're not going to extend him more. And draft his son. He has to win another title for that to happen. Put it this way. Jeannie Buss earlier this week said that Russell Westbrook was the best player in the Lakers last year and then double down said they were the most consistent. If I'm LeBron James, I don't know if I want to trust her part of my organization anymore if she's making statements like that like she did earlier this week. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2 presented by Boost Mobile. They are a proud sponsor of the 2022 Department of Defense Warrior Games. With Boost Mobile, feel the power of more money in your pocket on one of America's largest 5G networks. You know about Alabama. You know about Georgia. You know about Ohio State. But which team that is not on their level has the best shot of crashing their college football playoff party? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com from your radio to your smart speaker and phone now playing espn radio or watch on espn2 Keyshawn j will and max live weekday morning starting at 6 eastern on espn radio and on espn2 can anybody in the SEC make the playoff besides Alabama? The Alabama wouldn't change a thing. They love all the pieces that they have on that roster that were vital parts to leading them to an SEC championship. Every time they come up a little bit short, that next year, you want to bet on Bama to get there and, and maybe win it all.
Always appreciate you joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson. I'm Freddie Coleman. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about us on ESPN2. Until your smart speaker, just play ESPN Radio. Always good that we got college football big weekend as usual on Labor Day weekend. Games last night, games tonight, then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Let's bring our man Paul, Paul Feinbaum, ESPN college football analyst. Catch the show from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern time on the SEC Network. And, Paul, I'm going to start with the biggest, baddest boy in the college football jungle. That is Nick Saban in Alabama. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul Feinbaum had this to say about Alabama stacking against the rest of the competition this season, even though it's still their world. This looks like one of Nick Saban's best teams. <laughs> you could say that almost every year. Although, according to Saban, last year when they began number one a year ago today, it was a rebuilding year. This is not a rebuilding year. Uh, this is a reloading year. And they, they, they have also brought in some talent from elsewhere uh, they got a guy named Gibbs from Georgia Tech. I mean, he, he is already regarded as one of the top running backs in the country. They got a great wide receiver from Louisville. They even went to Vanderbilt to pick up a player in the portal. Alabama has cleaned up in the offseason. I'm so excited about college football. I almost put Paul Feinbaum on the show today to talk about college football when it comes to. Yeah, you said Paul, man. Yeah. I'm like, Paul. Even, yeah, <laughs> even Key and everybody, like, wait, he's here? That, that shows you how excited I am about college football, especially the watching. Pittsburgh, how they were able to win the backyard brawl last night versus West Virginia and the end of the Penn State-Purdue game. And it's Alabama's world. It's also Georgia's world. It's also Clemson's world and Ohio State's world. But is there a team out there, Key, in your opinion, that could maybe crash that party involving those four teams? You know, I, 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 I'm trying to think who could. I mean, I, I, I went around and around and around. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be a homer. Okay. And I'm going to probably say USC. Okay. Why? Um, Because they got a lot of talent. Just like Alabama went out in the portal, USC went out in the portal. And they grabbed a number of talented players off other rosters that were certainly uh, playing well, contributing to those teams, and they decided to leave to come to USC. When you think about – Jordan Addison from Pitt. He won the Bolitnikoff. He's going to be potentially a first-round pick Mm -hmm. from Pitt who joins USC. Caleb Wilson, a quarterback who took over late in the year at Oklahoma, decided to come with Lincoln Riley along with a number of other dudes from Oklahoma and other teams from across the country. If they can put it together and and take this first couple of weeks, well, maybe not Stanford in the second week, because Stanford certainly is a different type of program. Sure. But if they can start to get on the page and take advantage of the situation and use Rice as a tune-up game and get all the kinks out before they move on to Stanford, they certainly can wind up putting themselves in great position as the Pac-12 season gets underway. I'm going to stay in your conference and keep an eye on this team that could crash that party, number seven, Utah. A lot of people do not want to give Kyle Whittingham credit for what he's been able to do because they said, why is the, why the Pac-12, why is that conference taking Utah? And they've been a pain in the you-know-what because the kind of style that they play, tough, physical, they can run the ball, they got a terrific quarterback that can make some plays for them. I look at that team in Utah, that's a potential team out of your league, out of the Pac-12 that could crash that party involving those teams. Yeah, and, and I like Cam Rising, the quarterback mm-hmm. uh, out of Utah. I like – Kyle Winningham and some of the things he's been able to do. This test at Florida will certainly tell you whether or not they're they're here for the long haul. If they go into Florida, into the swamp, and they take care of business and get out of there based on it being the SEC and Florida and all the hype that comes with that, it'll certainly shed some light 
on Utah's opportunities to continue to keep winning and put themselves in a position to be in a college football playoff. Another team I look at when I look at outside of those teams, and I'm, I'm not going to mention Notre Dame. I'm not going to have anybody Notre Dame people at me because Notre Dame fans are a lot like Raiders fans. They always believe every each and every year they're going to win a championship, and each and every year they fall short. So I'm just going to leave that conversation away from this when it comes to that. But it is so spread out now in college football that outside of the top four teams I mentioned, you can make a case that if Texas A&M with their kind of talent maybe can crash them. We'll see in October when they play Alabama. You can make a case for a Baylor football team. Dave Ryan is a really, really good head coach with the Baylor Bears. I want to see what Oklahoma's going to look like. Brent Venables there, Taylor for Lincoln Riley. They've had a lot of guys at the transfer portal. There's still a lot of talent that's going to be there. Your USC team, I want to see what that's going to look like with that football team and now Lincoln Riley starting over. There, You can make a case with so many different teams that could be a potential interloper to that top four of Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, as well as Clemson. Yeah, the the uh, interesting one is Oklahoma because of the conference. The coaching staff that they have is pretty good. I like the players that they have. They got a receiver over there, still good. Their quarterback is good. I mean, they got a lot of interesting pieces that can make them, uh, you know, be right there in the mix in the end. Uh, when you talk about Texas A&M, they're in the SEC conference, and and they're going to drop a couple games a year. They just, for whatever reason, I don't know why, right. Texas A&M has never really uh, uh, garnered my attention the way that you would think. In the ACC, Miami is interesting. And the reason the University of Miami is interesting is because Mario Cristobal. I'm glad you mentioned he, him. He is at a place that he's familiar with. He understands the culture in Miami. He understands the whole landscape. And, and, and Clemson is not as high and mighty as they were four or five years ago. They're a different program now. They've been depleted of coordinators over the last couple of years that have gone on to become head coaches. I mean, they, they when Chad Morris left to take the job at SMU, okay, they stayed the course. Tony Elliott was still there, stayed mm-hmm. the course. It did well. Brent Venables on the defensive side of the ball was still there. And so Jeff Scott was still there. Then Jeff Scott leaves and goes to uh, South Florida to become the head coach. Now all of a sudden Venables is at Oklahoma and Elliott is at Virginia. That's a lot to lose off a staff to think that they still going to be strong in the ACC. Especially the ACC is not the ACC that it used to be because the ACC needs Miami and Florida State to really ratchet things up to make that a better conference because Clemson owns everything. But you're right. Dabble Sweeney is going through for the first time what Nick Saban goes through every year. Nick Saban always seems to lose a coordinator, and they keep rolling. He loses this guy, they keep rolling. He loses players, they keep rolling, because that's the culture. Now Clemson is starting to see that kind of effect key, to your point, that all of a sudden now Dabble has to coach up the new coaches to make sure they can coach up his players. And he's still worried about his quarterback, DJ, where a lot of people thought that this guy's going to be the second coming, Trevor Lawrence. A lot of people warned him he's going to hold on to his job this year as a junior quarterback at Clemson. As you talk about reloading and and, and just – plug and play like Alabama's been able to do. Clemson hadn't been able to do that. When Trevor Lawrence left, like you mentioned, DAU, that looked like a different football team it did, yeah. once Trevor Lawrence and some of those other guys departed. Even to the point where T. Higgins, when T. Higgins left, the receiving core took a step down to a degree. And so it, I want to see what they look like the first couple games of the season. Weirdly on the way. I got it. I didn't think I could do it. I don't DJ's even. I just name. say DJU, yeah, man. Yeah. I don't even. I don't I'm even try to act smart. Right. No, I'm not trying to act smart. I just want to say it one time. I got it. I'm not saying it ever again for the rest of the season. He's just a Clemson quarterback, DJ. As far as I'm concerned, going back to the NBA, Donovan Mitchell is good, but is he 
good, good to make the Cavs legit in the Eastern Conference. That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.